Somebody's going to go bridge here. It's better time. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Gombridge Podcast, episode 87, presented by Guy Boston Sports. My name is Andrew Gardner, joined alongside by Alex Clauston and Steve Brady. Boys, how are we doing today? You know, I'm back. It's good to be back. I appreciate all the concern and well wishes in my absence. Um, I was not dead. I'm still alive, still here. Uh, I took a nice trip to go deep diving into the sabermetrics of baseball. Uh, we'll talk about that later on today. But uh, yeah, I'm here. I'm back. And I'd like to say, you know, three minutes of Alex Clausen per episode seems about right. Um, of course, I listen back to these episodes. I take detailed notes. Um, I actually pay more attention to the episodes I'm not in than the episodes that I am in because I know I'll have to defend myself coming back. So if you haven't listened to episode 86, uh, definitely not the best one just because it's it's only two of them. It's not all three. That kind of sucks. But, uh, you know, three minutes of Alex Clausen content. I've used about a minute of it right now, so you can expect very little of me going forward. Um, I'd like to point out that, yes, Andrew Gardner does play from the women's tees indeed um uh that's pretty generous sometimes he moves ahead sometimes he'll go like up 100 yards i call him the andrew gardner tees he'll just put him right in the middle of the fairway and you know it's just a little it's a little par three course for him um and uh yeah i mean usually i i think it's it's pretty clear that i do definitely the least amount of work on this podcast but going off of your attempt at an ad read i'm gonna say that i deserve a little bit more credit because you guys did instacart very dirty Last time. I mean, we've been, I've been saying this ad read, what, 40 times, probably pushing 50 at this point. And, uh, and you guys totally blew it. I mean, maybe got a line in there correctly. Maybe, 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 maybe. Welcome to the show, Clausen. It's good to be back. It's good to I, be back. I will say, though, people don't like to talk about it, but between the time that we're recording today and the, episode without Alex Clausen, the Red Sox were arguably uh, the hottest team in the league. Is it the Clausen curse? Is that a real thing? Uh, um, it might be. Here's, Hard to argue here's the against. thing. Well, Clausen, you're, you're an econ student. We both took stats, though. If we get another data point here this next week, that like if the Red Sox stink this next week, we might have to kick you off the show. Uh, you know what? There, I'll do it for the Sox. Great qu- I'll do it for the Sox. Also, really did not appreciate the Coley mix slander at the end of last episode. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't know yeah. what that was all about. I forgot about that. Hey, but that facts all... are facts. I'm not pointing fingers, but... Sounds Steve like you are pointing fingers. The mixtape is doing great. I'm just saying, his ever since he ever since that podcast went debunk or defunct, whatever you call it, the Celtics have made it to game six of the Eastern Conference Finals and are 48 minutes like away from making it to the NBA championship. Didn't mixtape end in like 2019? It did. Oh, mixtape mixtape lives forever. Never never going to die. I had a question. Uh, what was I going to say? Um, oh, we're, a, we're, we're half absorbing one of their segments today too, Clausen. Is that, isn't that correct? Kind of, yes. Actually, okay. we're taking, we'll we're taking that. it directly. Not kind of. We're literally. Okay. All right. Well, with that being said, also, I would like to point out that I played a very good round of golf this past week without either of you there. It was great. You just no got cameras on, no yeah. witnesses. No, and my girlfriend was there. She goes to another school, but she was there too. Um, 
you just got to believe me. It was great. Chipped in a birdie too. Right. Yeah. Almost as good, almost as good as how the Boston Red Sox have been playing whoa, whoa, this whoa, past whoa, whoa. week. You can ask what? Steve how he's doing. I I asked Steve how I asked both of you how how you were doing. I haven't I think, been asked. I think you absorbed and commandeered all of the how are we doing time. I'm sorry. All right. Yeah. Reasonable. All right. Well, the Red Sox this past week, where we left off. Steve and I did our little two-man episode. Trevor's story had just hit three home runs in the game. Things were looking good. I had said to Steve, she's got to win three out of four against Seattle, and we're going to be in okay shape because we got the White Sox, and we got a really, really weak schedule ahead. Steve, they, they swept the Mariners. I've, I saw they swept the Mariners. Did you, Howard you saw? Is- wait, wait, wait. Where did you see that? The, Where did you see the, that? The, the television, the internet. I've Really? Here and there. Okay. Yeah. I was uh, also congratulations on graduating. Yeah. Woo! Woo! Someone, that was that was the last point I forgot to mention. Yeah. Someone, for the love of God, hire Steve Brady. <laughs> he is the hottest free agent on the market. This would be like if Barry Bonds lasted like three months into free agency. Yep. Fun fact: graduated. Fun fact: still don't have a career. Uh, I do have two jobs actually now, but um, neither of them are very long term. So. Here we go. Ridiculous that no one has picked you up yet. Ridiculous. Someone I remember. Yeah, said. I would. I would fully say that. So this is this is your first adult episode. You're like mm-hmm. a full adult now. And you're, I don't know you're, if I want to call it an adult episode. That kind of has like I don't know some kind of connotation. I don't want to be a part of. Okay. Does like, it feel weird that like Klaus and I? I think the if you took a screenshot or a screenshot of the recording right now. The, Screenshot. Uh, both of us have backwards hats on, and you're, you know, you don't. So I don't know. If... Sure don't. All right. I was teaching the youth of America today. By teaching them, I would say, "Here's what your teacher told you to do. You can do it, or you can't, or you if you you don't have to. I don't care. I won't stop you." And then I got paid. Didn't for you it. threaten a kid to a fight last year? No, that's a, that's slander. That's what I remember. Could, it could possibly be detrimental to my employment status. All right, we'll skip over that part. Very not true. Not true. But anyways, we're uh, we're Red Sox podcast. So we'll stick to some Red Sox talk here. The team is finally starting to put things together. A big week on the heels of what I like to call a little win streak, a little six-game win streak. Something and that has not been in, in the vocabulary of Red Sox fans so far this year. Certainly not much this year. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. We were never we were never out on this team. Never out on this team. Said so the offense is going to come around. Offense has come around. The offense has definitely come around. Trevor's story has come into his own. He's playing great. Franchi Cordero, Clausen, how excited were you when you saw that Franchi hit a not only a walk-off, a home run, and a grand slam? He's chewing. I like to think that that was a big <laughs> fuck you to you two because you guys said that he was going to have the over-under was half a home run on the year. And – he really just shoved that that half of a home run straight up both your asses. 
nuked one well, right over right <laughs> over the bullpen to win the damn game. They're certainly well, not cheap. The, the I liked it. You guys missed line. it. They, they cut it in the replay, but he was rounding third, and he had, like, double middle fingers, and he was like, this is for you, Andrew he, Gardner, Steve Brady. Half he unbuttoned his jersey. Ass, and then said, crossed home plate. He unbuttoned his jersey to reveal a T-shirt that said, fuck Andrew and Steve. Yeah. No, but, uh, I mean, that line was set at half a, half a home run, not because – Look, we both, I think, said if Franchi got the service time in the MLB that he would obviously hit at least one home run. So I would say this should be credited not more towards Franchi, but discredited to Bob or discredit to Bob. I don't know. Credit to Bob for sucking and letting Franchi get some service time. No, Bob didn't suck so much. Who knows? We might have not won that game. I think the first guy you point a finger at, too, is Travis Shaw. And then you point a finger at Bob. There have been, I'm not downplaying Franchi's performance because he's been really, really good since he's come up. And I definitely am starting to see a future, you know, maybe not an everyday role, but he's starting to, you know, we're starting to see why Heim traded for him. Also, did you guys see Heim Bloom's reaction after that walk-off Grand Slam? Probably the most pumped up I've ever seen him. I did actually. Heim doesn't really look like an emotional fella, but he was he was showing some emotion there. I think that that was just that was just pure joy. Like everybody has been talking about Benintendi and everything, and it's like this is my guy Franchi. I brought him in. He can hit nukes. He can you hit know, nukes. You know who uh, <laughs> he traded for Benny? Franchi and some other guy. I don't know the other guy. He's, he's Josh kicking around, right? He's good, right? Josh Winkowski. Steve, last weekend you had said you had never heard of Josh Winkowski. We're not aware with who he was. There, there are heavy rumors. Well, we'll talk more about this later in the episode when we do our, our look ahead. The Red Sox have a doubleheader coming up on Saturday where they play two games and get to call up an extra guy. And there are rumors that Josh Winkowski might be that, uh, that extra starter. So maybe would, we'll see him. I would love that. I'd I would love, love to see it too. He's been playing well in Worcester, but for the Red Sox, we're right back into things. We're right back into things. I got to say, I said this last week too, the extra wild card is going to come into play this year, but things have just been on the uptick for the team this past week. So we can start with the Friday, May 20th game against the Seattle Mariners, 73 win, highlighted by Trevor Story's grand slam against Robbie Ray, a former Cy Young winner from last year. The Friday game? What's up? Are we talking about the Friday game? Yes, sir. Why are we not talking about the Thursday game? Because we already talked about that about that last episode. Yeah. Okay. Okay, yeah. Yeah, Friday, 7-3. Good win, Trevor Story. As just when you thought he was done, you know. Yep. One thing about baseball, right, is that there's nothing that the law of averages applies to more than the game of baseball. Trevor Story, at this point in the season, was always gonna have like eight home eight home runs. It didn't matter if it just took him like this past week and a half to get all eight. 
because he was always going to have them. It didn't matter when they came. It probably it might have mattered a little bit to how good the Red Sox were. But, you know, we won. Grand Slam, Trevor Story. A lot of people were being mean to him. He's still my MVP pick. Stand by that. Can you imagine a time where a guy has so quickly shifted his image in the eyes of fans where, I mean, a couple of weeks ago, people were booing him at games, striking out four times in a game. I mean, rightfully so. He's playing awful. But the turnaround from that to hitting three home runs in a game and hitting, was it five home runs in four games? He wins AL player of the week, six bombs. He's got eight on the season now. To that turnaround of like, wow, of like, you look, you're like, wow, if this guy keeps it up for the next month and plays well, like he could make the all-star team. I can't, I can't picture not even with like a, a new guy we've brought in, just a guy who starts the season so poorly and then turns it around like at the snap of a finger, 180 degrees. I don't I couldn't tell you what it was. I couldn't I tell what- you. I think he's just sitting back on the off speed. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I couldn't tell you. But uh, I don't know. Maybe maybe Clawson owes an apology to the Red Sox hitting coach. I don't know what they did. I think, honestly, the thing that fixed them, Alex Cora shaved his beard. It's gone. It took a little while for that to come into play. But... And I remember like him, he was pretty adamant that that was not the problem. Like before the season, I remember some uh, some reporter was like, "So what happens if the socks suck, and you have this beard? Do you get rid of it?" He was like, "No, no, no, I'm not superstitious. I don't know. He shaves it, and they're the best team in baseball right now. I don't know, man. Are they the best team in baseball? Is that a fact? Over the last like ten games, they have to have been. I think white hot. They definitely have a case for it. Definitely have a case. Most certainly." Speaking of white hot, folks, the Red Sox, the guy who's kind of flown under the radar this past week, J.D. Martinez, he's now leading the entire MLB in hitting. His average is up to 372. He tore it up uh, this past week. He was unbelievable. Unbelievable. And the entire offense has been good. That's how we're scoring like 10 runs a game. It's not just Trevor story. Yeah, that's the thing. And JD, he's had multiple, he had a three hit performance or no, a four hit performance in that blowout win against Chicago, you know, in this game against Seattle, he had two other hits. He's been hot. I mean, that middle of the lineup of, Devers, Martinez, Bogarts, and now with Story in there too. I, you, like honestly, besides maybe the Dodgers, I think you can make a case that's the best middle of the lineup order in baseball. Well, it was supposed to be at the beginning of the year, and then it wasn't. And now over the past like 10 games ish, seven games, eight games, whatever it is. They have been. I don't know if you can say definitively right now that they are, but I think that they're they're swinging in that direction. No pun intended. They certainly are. They certainly are. And here's the thing. The pitching has also still been good. 
I mean, that next night, Saturday night, we see Matt Barnes get an outright save of where they bring him in in the ninth inning, and he actually shuts down the side in a one-run game. He actually did it. Yeah. I mean, that's a huge confidence boost right there. That's a huge confidence boost. We still don't really have a closer, and we still haven't been, thankfully, because this is – the Achilles heel of the team still thankfully have not been even in a lot of situations where you need a guy to come in and lock things down. I mean, the, the, the Frenchy home run game, you bring in Robles and he serves up a home run with two outs to the Mariners to tie the game. Thankfully the Red Sox, you know, walk it off in extras because when you go into extras and they were zero and six at that point, or kind of looking at it like, damn, we were one out away from getting the sweep. And then this happens. This is not good. But again, Matt Barnes like shuts the door there. That's big for the confidence. Michael Walker's back. The rotation has still been solid. Rich Hill, you know, last night turned in another good performance. Rich Hill, he, yeah, he he pitched well against the Mariners too. Yep. I mean, Pavetta, didn't Pavetta shove one of the games? He did. Pavetta, uh, Pavetta did not pitch. Or was that? Did we talk about that last episode? Yeah, we talked about that last episode. He had his complete game against Houston, and then in Game One of the White Sox series, I mean, he had a huge cushion to work with there. He ended up giving up a couple runs, but he still pitched very well. The thing I love about Pavetta is he's efficient with his pitches, and he can go deep into games. We've seen that with his last two starts, but very rarely do you see other pitch like starting pitchers these days just consistently going like six innings a time and you know after that he, he his first couple starts he was awful so for his era to be down to four two five now he's been looking great and yeah it's not bad i will say that um whitlock might need to not be in the starting rotation anymore i don't know i know we've talked about it a bunch already but i feel like with each start he kind of just gets worse and worse yeah, he let up like five runs in a start against Seattle, if I'm not yep. mistaken. Yeah, that Saturday game against Seattle, they jumped out to a five nothing lead. I mean, that's another instance where, you know, a couple weeks ago, this team wasn't clawing back from any deficit, let alone a five run deficit. But I agree. We we've we've talked at lengths about this, so I'm not going to take too deep of a dive into it. But I mean, his last seven games, six starts, four, five, oh, ERA. Not great. 24 innings pitched, 12 earned runs, 24 hits. That's a hit an inning and half a run an inning. I mean, it's not horrible, but it's not the Garrett Whitlock we're I mean, used to seeing. A four, five is not, not good. It's it is not- borderline pretty bad. It's it's what, it's not great. What did you say his ERA is now? A it's his four his, five his, oh. No, his ERA is like a three. Or no, no, his ERA is like a three five, but his four his ERA over the last seven games is what I'm talking about. Is a four five oh, which is uh, around later, later in the episode. That that uh that ERA might be looking a little bit better. Not gonna lie. What at the end of the oh. episode? It's just a little bit better. Steve has no idea what I'm talking about. I know he he doesn't have any idea. No, I don't know what you're talking about. That's fine. Should I know what you're talking about? 
I mean, I only told Guardy to make sure I was doing it right. All right. I, I dropped a hint earlier. Give me a surprise. Give me a surprise. I dro- so, yeah, quickly rounding up the rest of the Seattle series. Yeah, you got the Trevor Story home run or the Grand Slam game on Friday. And then Whitlock struggles on Saturday. Offense climbs back and you get the save for Matt Barnes. And then the Sunday game, you get, you know, a pretty solid start from Nathan Avaldi, six and two thirds, two earned, 11 strikeouts, which may or may That's not crazy. have been. I was going to say, was that the, that might have been the season high for a Red Sox starter? I can't imagine somebody has struck out 12 batters this season. I th- think it's the high. And then you bring in, well, Robles tries to get a five out save and he was very close to doing so. And then, you know, Suarez hits that, his, hits that bomb. And again, as I said, you, you, the offense doesn't score in the bottom of the ninth and you're looking like, ah, well, we're screwed going to extras probably. And Franchi, Franchi came up big. So I, I'm very happy that Franchi's starting to light it up because there's a hole at first base. You need someone to step up. Bobby's playing time has been diminished to, you know, only starting against left-handed pitchers or coming in late when you need a defensive replacement. Although I will say Franchi defensively has looked, he's looked good at first. I don't know if I could say he's starting to light it up, quote unquote, as you just did, but wow. he is, he's trending in the right direction. What Steve, I've we heard. From, Go ahead. I was just going to say, we went from a guy who was starting at first base part-time at the beginning of the year, who didn't register a hit to a guy who then was starting at first base, who was hitting, basically like 160 so when you have a guy who can come in and hit for some power and has a good on base percentage and his batting average is up to 250 i would say that's like lighting it up compared to what we had i guess i mean it's lighting it up as far as it's lighting it up goes for franchi i mean yeah compared to the rest of the roster compared to jd who's leading the league in hitting compared to trevor story who had one of the best weeks a Red Sox has had in recent memory last week compared to Devers who had another two home run game last week. And, you know, compared to those guys. Yeah. He's not, he's not up there, but he's the Frenchman. From what I've heard of uh, our good friend, Jared Carabas and his new podcast, listening to that yesterday, very good podcast, by the way. Um, apparently the Frenchman is quite popular in the locker room. Really? That's what I've heard. People like Hidden Valley French? Uh, people seem to love the French man. The people love that meme, too. That graphic. Shout out, Harry. Yep. Hidden Valley French. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, apparently he's a big locker room guy. People really gravitate to him. Seem, you know, pretty quiet, but apparently he's pretty funny. I would people say, seem to like him. I, I would I say our, our top two nicknames we've ever given are both to Franchi Cordero. Hidden Valley Franch and the Wonder of Worcester. The franchise. Uh, I don't think we can take credit for the franchise. I don't, the franchise is, is an old one. Franchi this past week, he, he kind of has been lighting it up. 294. He's got his home run and his grand slam. A 316 OBP and a 904 OPS. Everybody's OPS. been lighting up. I mean, here, here's two other guys who we haven't even mentioned 
this show yet. When you look at the offense top to bottom, um, I mean, Trevor Story, besides his home runs this past week, he's only hitting 190. But Christian Vasquez, seven for his last 15, a 1.196 OPS. Jackie Bradley Jr. has an OPS over 1,000 in his last five games as well. I mean, top to bottom, this offense is just hitting, and we kind of saw that all accumulate on Tuesday against the White Sox. Last night, they kind of got shut down a little bit. But if you can go out there and just take some stress off these pitchers' shoulders where they don't have to feel like they need to go out and throw a shutout every night, speaks. I mean, it, it, it does wonders to your team. I think that – not I think things are starting to come around the Red Sox are going to be okay. The Red Sox are going to be okay. We're only three games back from the wild card. It's also still so early in the season. We're only 43 games into the season. We're basically a, uh, a quarter of the way into the season. And I also want to remind people, too, last year, the Red Sox – I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to spin this the other way because last year it sucked, but I'm going to spin this in a positive way. The Red Sox at one point had, I think in July, like a nine-and-a-half game lead on the New York Yankees. That lead vanished within five weeks or so. And at the end of the season, we had the exact same record as the Yankees. We were only a quarter of the way into the season. The Yankees, I can tell you right now, are not going to continue at – a 705 winning clip. They're just not, it's not possible to win seven out of 10 games the rest of the way. They're not, they're not going to do it. Lawson has said it time and time again. Yeah. Aaron, I'd like to Aaron point out. Judge is going to get hurt. Stan already got hurt. Stan already I'd like got to hurt. point out, I got, I got railed on for that take. I said the Yankees are going to fall railed? off in July. What? I think it was you, Guardy. You were like, what makes you say that? And I said, it happens every fucking year, Guardy. It's going to happen again. I don't remember saying that. Aaron Judge. Listen, I don't know when. Listen, I spent a lot of time. I spent a lot of time this past week listening back to old God Bridge. I'll find it. All right. Old takes. I, kept, I, kept if I, I don't know when I was. I kept old, receipts. Old, old, I, receipts. I want to see them. I want to see Wait a minute. Him. Wait a minute. It hasn't even happened yet. You can't old takes expose Gardner. It hasn't even. They, the Yankees haven't fallen off yet. It's going to. I think they do they're going to too. I would. It's not year. falling. I wouldn't say it's falling off right now. They it's would just, cool down. Th- this pace they're on for, for like Are for they numbers win like hundred and eighteen games. Yeah, I was gonna say for numbers perspective, the Red Sox in twenty eighteen won hundred and eight games. I'm sure most people listening to the show know Are that. Aware. <laughs> yeah, aware fully that. aware. That team was very very good. Absolutely, like the best baseball the best. team in the past like fifty years. Yeah, one of the best. Like top five, probably at, at worst. That team's win percentage was 666. Yikes. Which not not great, you know, in terms of uh in terms of, of luck or you know, omen, but they won the World Series. As that and that winning percentage will it's exactly two out of three. So on average, the Red Sox were winning every series that year, two out of three games. And I mean the Yankees right now are playing at even a pace above that. Um, some, and some breaking Yankee news. J- 
just oh. slid across my desk. <laughs> really? See, I saw the the hand kind of slide in there with the paper. Oh, roll. yeah. What's that got on there? George Steinbrenner is back? <laughs> nope, he's not. All that, all that mismanagement. Have all signed, that mismanagement that Brian Cashman's been doing finally woke him up. The Yankees have acquired a okay. three-time All-Star. Right now? Right now. They have just acquired a three-time All-Star. Hold on. Hold on. Can we play like a guessing game here? Yeah. Um, Pitcher or hitter? He is a position player. Hmm. A three-time All-Star. Three-time what, uh, All-Star. Where did he come from? Like, not don't say the team. Like, what league? He was formerly in the NL. Mm. <laughs> um, it's gonna be like Albert Pujols or something dumb. No. What Charlie kind of? Blackman. No. I've been. Hmm. Hmm. Chris Bryant. See on that? Was it? Would you consider it a bad? I would say it's a nothing it a... move. It's a nothing move. Andrew McCutcheon. Uh, it's a Matt Carpenter. <laughs> I forgot he was still in the league. Well, they're winning the World Series. The Rangers roster in the spring. Oh, so he's been in the organization? No, he didn't make the Rangers roster in the spring series. He's been a free oh. agent. They just signed him. They were like, hey, Matt Carpenter, you want to keep playing baseball? He was like, yeah, I guess I got nothing better to do. You guys seem pretty good. So they signed him. I, in a million years, wouldn't have guessed that. He, yeah. he, you want to talk about guys who fell off the table? More like a cliff. That too. Matt Carpenter. Well, there you go. The Yankees. Uh, Matt Carpenter is back. I think I saw their injury report from yesterday or the day before. Here we go. Uh, in the last five days, their injury report includes Giancarlo Stanton, for a right calf strain, Jonathan Loisaga, right shoulder inflammation, Aroldis Chapman, left Achilles tendonitis, Josh Donaldson, Kyle Higashioka, and Joey Gallo all getting COVID, and Luis Gill and Chad Green both needing Tommy John surgery. Oh, not Chad Green. Chad Green was good for them. Best I reliever. I know. Uh, I will say also that Chapman was good to start the season but he's way too old and like way too injured prone now to have like consistently have been good for the entire season. Even if he had continued to like not be hurt. Chapman's just too old. Too old, too old. So yeah. And then in that first game against Chicago blew him out, got the rubber match in about uh, three hours here. Against the White Sox, a little Thursday afternoon recording for you. And then we've got uh, this is one of my favorite events of all time in baseball the uh, the classic five game series against the Orioles. That is a pretty crazy thing, huh? Could take take advantage of things here. Could really take advantage of things. We just so. got to beat the bad teams, and then you know what else we got to do? We gotta beat the good team, see. Yeah, we gotta beat the good teams. We gotta beat everybody. Let's just beat everybody. Let's just go undefeated for the rest of the year. When's the next time we play the Yankees? I kind of want the smoke right now. What's that? 
I said, when's the next time we play the Yankees? I kind of want to, I want the smoke. I don't think we play them until June. Yeah, we literally don't play them until July. We don't play them in Fenway, I don't think, until July 9th, if I remember. Well, that's good for them. That's good for the Yankees. We don't play the Yankees again. Actually, we don't play them again in general until July 7th, 8th, 9th, 10th at home. And then we play them the next weekend on the road leading into the all-star break. Bunch of cowards. Steinbrenner made the schedule like that. Well, we play them, play them a little bit in September too, but I agree. He's, he's nervous that he was like, we're going to get them out to a hot start and then we're going to go into Boston, act all tough and probably get swept again. As long as Garrett Cole pitches, we'll be fine. Not nervous about him. Not nervous about him. So, a great week since our last recording. Five and one. Got a game tonight. You've got five against the Orioles this weekend. And then you got two against the Reds. So, it's a weird week coming up. A nice little homestand. Then you've got the out west trip the following week. Oakland, L.A., and Seattle. Clawson? Uh, spark your summer celebration. You got – you guys were wrong. You guys think that how, – How are we wrong? Well, you guys consider summer to be like right now. We're not in summer. It, we're, we're getting close. Getting I mean, close. We are getting close. Trying to find what the summer solstice is. It's June 21st, I'm pretty sure. Are you going to do the ad read right now? (laughs) It is June 21st. Mm -hmm. I think it is every year. Instacart is an online grocery delivery app that allows you to handpick a variety of fresh foods and products. Forget that ingredient you need to make your famous dish while watching the socks, or you want to start sparking your summer celebration about 25 days early, order it through Instacart. Delivery straight to your door in as fast as an hour. You can shop multiple stores, see details in your area. Every item is hand-selected at the store to make sure everything meets your specific needs. They always handle with care. I don't know what the offer is, but start sparking your summer celebration. It's coming along. Summer's coming on quick. You don't want to miss again the year 2022. It'd be a shame if you didn't spark your summer celebration. Instacart. Never step foot in a grocery store again. It's a quick one. Woo! Yeah, I'm starting to add. I, I missed like three sentences of that. Clawson, no, you can definitely find the link in the show notes, right? Most certainly. Everything is in the show notes. Like you mean everything. Quite, everything is in the show notes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I remember that segment. I- Everything is in the show notes. In fact, you guys, uh, I got a question for you guys, actually. You guys looking to go to any concerts soon? Sports or a concert? Yeah, you got, you're looking to go to a concert maybe over the summer. Clausen, maybe take your girlfriend to a concert. You guys in the market for that? Do you mean Are we my, doing this now? Is this do a you thing? Mean what do you mean? My girlfriend, Gardner? Because Clausen's uh, girlfriend is my girlfriend now. <laughs> Yeah, you guys can fight with who gets to go with her. 
But are you I'll, the- I'll I'll allow Clawson to take her. Just have her home by nine, bud. All right. All right. <laughs> um. Well, if you're interested, it's it's come across my desk right now that I've come. Um. I've come in contact and now own two tickets to a Harry Styles concert that I'm trying to sell. So if you're interested, how did you get, are they real tickets? They're they're real tickets. They're like Nigerian Prince tickets. (laughs) Yeah. You just have to send me your credit card info and then I'll be sure to get them over to you as soon as possible. How, how did you get, how did you get, are you serious? I don't understand what's happening. I'm dead serious. I have, I have tickets and I don't want them I'm trying to sell them. So why don't you want them? That'd be like an automatic bid with like any girl that you want. Yeah. Well, they were a lot of money and I'm trying to, how did you get them? them? So cost the, the world works in serious ways. Are you like scalping tickets now? I don't understand I, what's going on. I don't know. I don't like to reveal my secrets. I really I don't like... know what's going on. If you need tickets to a Harry Styles concert in August in New York city, Oh, in New York? Yeah. Hell no. He's not Hell coming no. to Boston. He is coming to Boston. I don't know. He might go to Gillette. Maybe. He's got 15 shows in New York. That's ludicrous. I know. You got any anyway. ludicrous tickets? Might be interested in those. Oh. Is he the one who sings uh, Get Back? I don't know. All right. I have no Austin, idea. You, is your site is your segment ready? I feel like we've just been delaying no. this. How much how much do you want for those tickets? A lot, like a good amount of money that I would <laughs> honestly feel like like a fair chance. How did you change. get them? <laughs> Each? Yep. Jesus Christ. Jesus. I don't, I don't think I've ever seen that much, seen to that get much money. <laughs> no. I'm I'll explain more later, but okay. Um Clausen, is your segment ready to go? No. Okay. <laughs> well, I don't think we have anything else right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've got we got other segments we could throw out too. Yeah, I guess. Anyway, the Red Sox are good. I mean, hopefully last night was just kind of a like a like a a stutter. I don't know. What do you want to call it? Are you worried about Alex Verdugo? Mm, I've never worried about Alex Verdugo because I've never really thought he was going to be that great fully full disclosure he's struggling yeah. Steve. yeah i know i just never thought he was going to be that great i thought he, i think that like he's a 270s i think he's a literal like andrew benatendi but he's just worse than benatendi this year by like hitting, a, fair, he, a fair margin sitting 215 yeah i feel like verdugo's i feel like we just traded Bets for been, Ben Attendi. That's kind of how I always have felt about it. What do you mean bets for Ben Attendi? We traded. Oh, I see what you mean. Like Verdugo is only okay. ever going to be as good as Benny. I never, I, I never really thought that Verdugo was going to be that good. Well, last year he hit 289. The year before that, in the shortened season, I mean, in his two full seasons in the MLB, he hit 289 and 294. Well, what are Ben Attendi's best seasons? Let's let's compare. You keep Verdugo stats up. I'll pull up Ben Attendi's. I'm gonna I'm gonna pull him up too, Steve. How about fucking 2018? <laughs> you did it first. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh is currently hitting 327, but we won't use that because it's a small sample size. What's uh what's Verdugo's best season? 
His best season, I would say, was last year. Yeah. Uh, well, are you counting 2020? Mm, no. I don't really that, like that. That suits my argument better. Okay. <laughs> Let's do. Um, I'm gonna here. Hold on. What, what would you say Benny's top two seasons were? 2018. 2018 for sure. It's probably his best season. 2021 yeah probably 2021 full season and then like obviously he's on pace for like a really good season this year but who knows how how long that will last okay all right i would say a benny's peak is a little bit higher than verdugo's yeah but 290 16 bombs how many stolen bases did he have? Like 12? Get a good amount. 10? 10. No, 21. He had 21. Why oh, right. Yep. Here's the thing. I'm not worried about Verdugo. There's plenty of protection in this lineup, but something's Look, up with him. I'm not a hater on Verdugo. I think he's a fine player. Yep. I think that for – I don't think that the Dodgers were ever going to give us like Gavin Lux or Dustin May or – could you imagine if they did? You know imagine what? Imagine if they what just really like. Act... What's that? You remember that guy Bruce Star Greaterall, whatever his Adderall? name is. Adderall. Yeah. He was supposed to come to the Red Sox in that trade, but they pushed him away because apparently he had some armish. Yeah. Some armish. Isn't he? Is he good now? He's nasty for the Dodgers. Yeah. Mm. He throws like a hundred mile. The original trade. The original trade was Gatterall and Verdugo, and then they were like. Ah, we don't really want him. So they sent Gatterall to the Dodgers, and we got Wong and Jeter Downs instead. Yikes! <laughs> you know in Scooby-Doo where they're like, yikes! Well, yeah, I think he goes like, zoinks. <laughs> zoinks! Yeah. <laughs> I think I screwed that up. <laughs> Someone who's never watched Scooby Doo a day in their life try, attempting to reference it. They say like "yikes" or something. They're like, I don't know. He's they're like, like they're like well, sifting through these episodes. We're like, I, I don't see like, it at all. What is Scooby Doo like? Yeah. Dude, like, Scooby Doo, like a honestly, golden retriever. Yeah, they're like the, no, it's the remake. Oh, yeah. Imagine just like a full remake. He's yeah, a Great Gold, Dane, dummy. Golden Scooby? retriever dog. Yikes! And great show, likes. honestly. Kind of the same. But yeah, Rachel. I don't know. I'm not a Verdugo hater. I think Verdugo is a very likable individual. I think that they're just, we could have gotten, I don't know. I wish, I don't think we could have gotten somebody better because we probably would have. Could you imagine if the Dodgers just like accidentally traded us like Corey Seager and Cody Bellinger instead and, and oh, for him? Cody, Cody Bellinger also kind of is trash. Yeah. I wanted maybe, Dustin May. That's who I wanted. I did too. I or Gavin we were, Lux. I thought we were going to get Dustin May in that trade. He's dirty. Dirty. Uh, I'd like to make. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna make a point right now because I actually found. Um, I think it was episode four or five. I was listening to last week. And I just remembered this. We were talking about guys on the infield going into the 2021 season and the Red Sox had not signed anybody yet. And we were talking about a trade for Chris Bryant and Clawson was adamant that he would never trade Jay groom 
for Chris Bryant. Me? Yes. You were like, that is horrible. Jay Groom is going to be good. But when did I say that? Episode four or five. I think it was who's coming to Boston. I think it was episode four. Why are you listening to this? I was I was bored. All right. I sometimes I like to like listen back to the really old episodes and just see what was going on. See what's happening. But anyways, <laughs> completely off track from my point. We were talking about the infield, and obviously Xander Endeavors were were there, and we're talking about first base and who we should bring in. We talked about we were talking about Puig, too. We were like, Puig might be a good option in right field for the Red Sox in 2021. Thank goodness we are not the GMs of this team. Thank goodness. But we were talking about, I had said, I was like, I think Michael Chavis is going to get squeezed out of the team soon, and they're going to trade him this year. Michael Chavis proceeded to get traded that year. So a good call by me. I'm going to make another call right now. Humble brag. Make, what? Yeah. I said humble well, brag. I'm going to brag, but I'm going to make another, I'm going to make another call right now. Bobby Dahlbeck is not going to be on this team for the start of the 2023 season. Like, does that include AAA or? Like not in the organization. He's going to be out of the organization by the end of this year. Whether that that be. I think, I think we're going to see the same thing. I think he's going to get squeezed out. A is that luke, a lukewarm take lukewarm take the chavis take was lukewarm too okay like, well, like, uh, well i mean you look at like who it's like bobby Dalbeck. who sucks it's like bobby Dalbeck. who who has one hit on the year okay check what position does he play first base bob okay there's like four first base like corner infielders that are like way better than him in like the in the minors slash franchi cordero okay check yeah, no shit. Bobby Dalvik has no <laughs> no place on this roster. Like, I wouldn't even get in the shower at this temperature yet. Like, I would wait for it to keep heating up before I even decided to like get in because it just would be Guys, too cold. It's <laughs> too cold. Guys. Well, it's not a cold take. Yeah, Clausen. I got I got another hot take. Oh gosh, it's what? on the same level as. Wait, hold on, think- hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You know what we haven't done in a while? <laughs> I don't think this is a calls for it. I think it does. I have I've missed the John Cena sound clip. All right, we'll see how hot of a take it is. Hot take: Albert Pujols said he's going to retire before the season. He's still going to retire. <laughs> yeah, see, that's not the same thing. Something that is going to happen will happen. Hot take. <laughs> it's like a it's like a headline from the Onion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Albert Pujols, who said he was going to retire, will actually retire at the end of this year. That's complete. That's that's crap that you guys. <laughs> that's crap. I'm going to tell you why. We could easily hold on to Bob. We definitely could. But why would we? I don't know. I don't know. I'm saying that we're not going to, though. I'm saying that we're going to trade him. I don't even know how we really went down this road. Who, who would trade for Bobby Dahlbeck right now? I don't know, Steve. The Pittsburgh Pirates traded for Michael Chavis. All right? Well, Every every ring, every every ring finds its its match, and and every Bobby Dalbeck will will find its match. I bet well. the Orioles who are like tanking can be like, how can we get worse? Like, oh, no, Bobby here's Dalbeck. what I'm saying. Here, you know what? I, I don't know where I'm going with this. I just wanted to point that out right now and get ahead of the train. Klausner, are you done calculating <laughs> for your segment? I mean, geez. Been stalling on, for right? ten minutes. Clausen's actually well, been doing the the, uh, the math problem you that told, was on the chalkboard during football hunting. 
You you told me you were done before the episode. Never listen to anything I've said. Are you done now? No, I get. <laughs> Is I it... need like. Well, here's the thing. I started going game by game for these guys, and then I'm I have now oh moved God. on to just calculating well, can you, totals. Can you explain what you. You're explaining it, but Steve doesn't know what you're talking about. Steve has no idea what he's talking about. What I'm talking about. All right. Well, that makes sense. Let's do our Alex Corey Impact Player of the Week here, because we've still got a little bit of time. Trevor Story. Point really? nine oh. Well, like really? since last episode, right? Yeah, that's true. It's been since last episode. It's not just he's hit he's hit one ninety since last episode, but he's like six home runs, is he not? He's got uh since last episode, he's got three home runs. Ugh. All right, Devers, changed my mind. All right, I mean, you can stick with story. I'm just I'm reading well, everything back. just meshes together. I only recently like really locked into the Red Sox because they started being good. <laughs> Wow, way to tell the well, way to tell the listeners. Well, like uh, you're lying to yourself if you like. I'd watch like some of the game and I'd be like, "Oh shit, we we suck," and then I'd stop. Yeah, yeah, no, but probably Devers or okay was doing the best. He's uh yeah, he had a good week, three home runs. He hit three eighteen, one uh one thousand or one point oh seven five OPS. Yeah, I give him like a eight point eight two. Oh, that's a good, nice Steve, nice. Um, I'm going to give my Alex score impact player of the week. The other guy we haven't talked about who I'm not going to give it to, but Kike Hernandez has been starting to hit a little bit better too. But my Alex score impact player of the week is going to go to Mr. JD Martinez. Didn't hit a home run this week, but anytime you can hit 600 in a week now leading the majors in hitting it's impressive. And Moses OPS. OPS was 1.417. Is that higher or lower than Devers? It is definitely higher by like 350 points. I thought you just said Devers had a uh, 1,002. He had 1,075. JD has 1.417. Oh, four. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to give JD Martinez a 0.87 on the Alex Court impact scale uh i'm gonna give a shout out to allergies for making not only myself very sniffly but also julio daniel martinez making him very sniffly as well uh and leading him to hit like an 1800 ops in the last like week which is just outrageous uh so i'm gonna give allergies 0.92 sniffly julio shout out to allergies I think I'm gonna make a sniffly Julio graphic after this episode. Do it. You're gonna make his nose red, like the Puffs Plus commercials. The, the no what, Steve? No the what? Ads. Yeah, that's what I thought. That's with I lotion. Thought. That's what he with needs. Lotion. The tissues with awesome. lotion. Yep. Because otherwise, your nose gets all chewed up. It's not good. You don't want that. No. Clausen. Clausen. Do we have like notes from Matt or questions, questions from, Matt? from Matt? We do have questions from Matt. Should we read those now? I think we should. Okay. All right. Whoa. Questions with Matt. First question comes in from Matt. 
I found a cog in my system. What do you mean? You only have well, one cog we'll in your system? figure it out in a second, but I think we found a hidden gem here. All right. Shouldn't you have multiple cogs? What? Shouldn't there be multiple cogs in a single system? A cog is like something that stops the system from working. What? I'm so confused. All right, questions for Matt. Questions for Matt. First question comes in for Matt, actually. And he said, what's a word that you always misspell? Uh, Congratulations. Really? Yeah. Uh, Necessarily usually messes me up. I, I have two that I always screw up. Definitely and restaurant. Restaurant's tough. I used to misspell Wednesday a lot because I forget there's a D in it. Mm. Classic Wednesday. Classic slip up. I also got, I remember distinctly there's this one day in third grade where I was trying to spell the word favorite. And I like asked my teacher how to spell it like four different times. And he told me like all four times. And he kept like, I kept showing him like my practice test. And he was like, dude, you still spelt it wrong. I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. This is how you spell it. He's like, no, you, this is how you spell it for real. And I was like, that's what I'm saying. You're saying the same thing that I'm saying. He's like, we're not saying the same thing. So that was good. Even though favorite's a very, very easy word to spell. You're all Austin's set. Ready. We've got two more questions, then we'll get to it. All right. Second question comes in from Matt. And he said, how much... Nobody said anything. He said, all right. How much time does your morning routine normally take? Um, I'm a pretty slow mover. But if I, like, wanted to get ready as fast as I could, I'd probably be ready in, like, 10 minutes. I think if I had to move, I could take 15, 20, shower, eat, all that jazz. Usually I, I allot myself, like, 45 minutes. Yeah, I usually wake up like an hour early. Yeah, sounds about right. Drink a nice slow cup of coffee. Sip, sip it down. Yeah. Sip that coffee. Got to drink it slow I, or else you get jittery. True. True. I'd probably say, yeah, kind of around there, like 30 minutes. You guys like breakfast, shower. Shower in the morning or at night? Definitely in the morning. Morning shower. I usually shower at night. I feel gross if I wake up the next morning. Like, but you're already so clean. No, but I feel gross anyway. Yeah, but you go in your out. bed with all like the stuff that's on you for the entire day. You know how much stuff you just collect throughout the day? You know how much stuff's in your bed? Yeah, you just made a great point. You get into bed and you collect that stuff in your bed and then you wake up in your No, bed. my bed's clean because I only go in it also clean. I don't care People if my who- bed is... Sometimes, Steve, the people who go in your bed are not clean. What is that supposed to mean, Clausen? <laughs> Good one. I, already gets it. I totally get that. Cat episode coming soon. Um, last question comes in from Matt, and he said, Do you know how to play an instrument? Played the saxophone in middle school. I'm sure I could do that still. I played the recorder in like the fifth grade. Learned hot, the- cross, hot cross buns. <laughs> I played the trombone up until my freshman year of high school. You look like a kid that played the trombone, actually. 
what the hell is that supposed to mean? <laughs> you just look like I can picture you with a nice trombone just on your shoulder, just walking around. I bet Gardner is a kid who was like, you want to be friends? And you're like, I don't know, maybe. And he's like, I can play the Imperial March on trombone. And you're like, and <laughs> get away from me. He's like, I also really like baseball stats. I play the trombone. You're a fucking nerd. <laughs> All right. Anything else you guys got to get out? Nope. Uh, if you if you listen to this, you play the trombone. It was just a joke. It was a prank. <laughs> actually just recently sold that. I was collecting dust in my room. <laughs> really? How much did you get for it? I don't know. Not that much, like a hundred bucks. That's not bad. I would if I could just find something. In my Steve, closet. Steve, the amount of money we paid for that thing to to like finally own that thing after like six years of playing. I think trombone's like, expensive. It's like eight hundred bucks. For I guess it's brass. You probably could have melted it down, and got more money. <laughs> yeah, let me go to the refinery in my <laughs> living room. I bet, I swear to God, I bet if you... see, hold on, my dad's down there actually melting a uh, copper wire. Let me go see. <laughs> You, you guys can't see it, but all of Gardner's walls, all the drywalls off of it, you can just all pulled out copper wire. Yeah, my dad's got like the mask on. He's just like, I need your wire right now. <laughs> get the, get the wire. How much do you give for this wire? How much, how much just like a, how do they measure that? Like the a spool? Photo... <laughs> like how, how much does a spool of wiring go for? I don't know. Is it pure copper? I have no idea, Steve. Couldn't tell you. I don't know either. You look like a you could weld. Uh, I've welded once. Nice. We had welding in uh, like we had a shop class in high school. They trusted you with welding metal. Yeah, the, Mr. Pantos was right there. <laughs> I went to Harvard and was a prison guard. Shout out. <laughs> kind of not interesting. He uh, went for being. He went to Harvard, then he became a prison guard, and then he became a high school art and shop teacher. Wow. Not yeah. the path that most people follow, but I respect it. Hey, he followed his heart. He also exactly. rode one of those bikes that, like, you know those bikes Squidward would ride where you, like, kind of lay down? Yeah. Yeah, he'd ride one of those. That's how nice. he would get to school. He was nice. kind of sick as hell. That's dope. We had a, a shop, or we had a auto shop, too, and my sophomore year i took a class where we'd have to rebuild a lawnmower and i took it apart and i didn't really know how to put it back together so gardner can only destroy he cannot create yep uh clausen you want to finally introduce what you've been working on for the past hour hey you got me mid-chew yeah i'm uh, sorry dude, i'm sorry we sorry to disrupt like, you you got, what? A, you got a spit bottle for all that shoe? Yeah. Um, it's called the high-low. It's the ERA calculator. Uh, this was once dubbed by a formal, former defunct podcast featuring three great men, Jared Carabas, Colby Mick, Steve Perrault, Bada Big Bada Boom, coolest guys in the room. Oh, I genuinely... I'm sorry, I I was not. I didn't hear you. What are we doing? The high low, Steve. Oh, the high low. Okay, it's back. I thought we already it's did back. the high low one time. Or no, Gardner just mentioned it. Okay. I said we should do it because I thought that guy's stats would be 
interesting because we've okay. had a lot of blowout performances. Okay, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. And uh, we've we've got some surprising ones so far. So I think we only had one guy's ERA go up. Surprisingly. Like, what, what, if you if you let me finish. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm go sit, the high hold, low. On, hold on, hold on. I'm going to sit back. I'm just going to relax. Can we guess? Can we guess? If it's higher or lower? No, whose ERA went up? If you like. I'm just going to tell you in about two minutes. I have a guess. Okay. Is it Ty Danish? No. Okay. Is it, um, is it Deacon? Craig? Is it Craig Breslow? No, I said one guess. guess. Yeah, I said Craig Breslow. He hasn't been on the team in 10 years. Kicking Man, off the high low. joke, bro. We all got it. It was funny. <laughs> Start with Nathan Avaldi, whose ERA is currently 4.1. Drops down to 3.74. Get rid of some of those numbers. Nick Pavetta went from 4.25 to 4.4. His went up. Okay. Uh, Garrett Whitlock went from a 3.58 to a 2.86. Tanner Houck went from a 4.28 to a 3.31. Jake Diekman went from a 2.35 to a 0. .8. Whoa. My goodness. <laughs> yeah. Diekman, Diekman had one really bad outing. All right. That's cool. Wow. Uh, Rich Hill went 3.86 to 3.63, so really no difference. He's been pretty consistent, though. Uh, Austin Davis, one nine six to one two nine. Wait, hold on. Uh, Before you continue, did you even explain how this works? Oh uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like people well, know what it, we mentioned it a few episodes. The high low, the high low, the way it works, you take out their worst performance and their best performance, and you theoretically get their true ERA of the season. Takes out a few outliers. A few. Anyway, Most of these, two like, of them. Two of them. Once you get into the once you get into the relievers, like it makes no difference. Um, for example, Michael Walker, he's not a reliever, but he went from 176 to 179. Walker, Walker, hey. uh, Brazier's. Oh, wait, so his ERA went up too. Uh, you huh? lied. There have been like four guys who ERA has gone up. Two. Uh, Brazier went from 628 to 443. Uh, Danish. Went from 420, great ERA, to 369, even better ERA. Nice. Nice. Uh, Matt that was Strom, actually the best one so far. Nice. Right? Yeah. Uh, Matt Strom, 188 to 0.7. Wow. Four. Wow. Wow. Uh, Cutter Crawford's 844, dipped down to an impressive 771. Nice. Uh, Matt Barnes, probably the biggest improver of the day. Went from six one four to four eighty five. Still bad, but cool. Still bad, but cool. Uh Sawa Morris, three point three eight, goes down to two point four five. Uh Robles, basically the same. Six two five down to a two fifty four. Uh wait, wait. Josh wait, wait, wait. Six two five? Two six five. Oh. Okay. Did I hear you wrong? Probably. Apparently. Not. Okay. I don't know. Uh, Phillips Valdez had a, has a six one zero. Apparently, he's terrible. Uh, he went down to a four and a half, and then John Schreiber, the I don't even know the dark horse of this bullpen, 
has a zero ERA and head stays at a zero ERA. Why aren't we putting this guy in more? Do you guys know what the fourth law of Isaac's Newton uh, laws of physics are? Isaac Newton's. <laughs> Isaac Newton's. Isaac Newton's. <laughs> Isaac Newton's laws of physics are. No. It's uh, those whose ERA starts or st- is yeah. at zero stays at zero after being put into the high low method. Is that true? That's usually how that works. Is yeah, that mathematically that accurate? If if it's at zero, it, it physically can't get any lower. Oh. Or higher. Oh, I thought you meant if it ends in zero, like a like a oh no three two oh. I see what you're saying. No, that was a good segment, Klaus. I'm glad we thought of that all on our own. You're welcome. Hold on, we still got Ty Danish. I no? said Ty Danish. He said oh, it. You did. Say- okay, well that was awesome. I'm glad well, that was a really creative and original idea. Thanks, guys. I'm happy we did that. Me too. Thanks for uh, let's do it. Every every other week, six six months. Let's do it every two months. Okay. Let's do it again at the All Star break. All right. Yeah. Like when that. you when you start compiling these numbers, <laughs> you can do them every two weeks. All right. Well, when you start when making start... graphics or <laughs> uploading the show, producing the episodes. Yeah. yeah. That, that's. Thank a... you. It's a team effort. It's a team. Effort. Anything else, Peter? Uh, make yeah, baseball got, fun again. Yeah. We got two things. Yeah, uh, make baseball fun again. There was something that was fun. I saw it. Um, oh, oh, so you know that guy? I think his name's like Familia on the Astros. Jerris Familia is on the Astros now? Those I don't know. Different. I'm talking about the guy who like rocks the baby during his... Uh, oh, isn't his name Garcia? I don't know. I'm just, that's why I asked. I phrased it. Do you know that I'm guy? Thinking, I think his last name's Gar- <laughs> Garcia. Okay, yeah. But, so, you know, he does like he rocks the baby. Steps yep. back and forth a couple times, takes him like a full 20 seconds to throw a pitch. I saw an overlay of him doing his whole windup and how, and like Byron Buxton running from second to home. And Byron Buxton beats him from second to home by like a whole two seconds before really? he throws the ball. Yeah, it's crazy. Given Byron Buxton's like really fast, but his, his windup shouldn't be illegal. It's ridiculous. Also, honestly, neither should Nestor Cortez. Nestor Cortez, hot take, shouldn't be allowed to do that stuff. There should be like a window. Once you start the windup, you should have like a certain amount of time that you have to release the ball. I get that you're trying to throw the pitcher off and a quick pitch and stuff, but like some of the things that they do is ridiculous. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my make baseball fun again pick of the week is the Red Sox, actually. I love their themed road trip, like the, the stuff they do, themed outfits. And this week with the Celtics uniforms, yeah. I like that. That was pretty uh, cool. I liked that too, Gardner. I liked Celtics that. one win away from the finals. Clausen's well, First time since like 2011. We'll see. We'll see. They got two games to blow it. They always find a way. Going back to the garden tomorrow night. Uh, my make my my make baseball fun again would be Adley Rushman and his MLB debut. Uh, that was pretty cool. Not only is he a tank, he also took him the moment, which was cool. Not many guys do that. And then first at bat, ripped a triple. Not his first at bat, but that was cool. He did rip first a hit. triple. <laughs> 
Love nice. getting the third. Love love a good third base. Video's cool. Go check it uh, out. Yeah, that was cool. I was actually thinking Gardner about it. wouldn't know because he always gets thrown out at second. Anything else for the roast gardener episode <laughs> we gotta throw in here? We got the trombone, we got that, <laughs> Look, we got the, the golf. Anything oh, else? I didn't roast you about the golf. The trombone was a low-hanging fruit. I apologize. <laughs> I don't blame you. Yeah, I, yeah. No, I, I don't blame you for that. No, no blame at all, actually. At least it wasn't the tuba. Tuba. I, I really wanted to let go if it was the tuba. Yeah. Um. All right. Should we close up the ninth? Yeah. We've been just pumping out like the most consistently timed episodes ever. <laughs> Like it's like 65 70 minutes every episode. The past, yeah, like, eight the sweet spot, baby. We're getting good, Steve. And closet, and closet. Um, yeah, closet in the night, right? Closet, Steve, Steve. Uh, spark your summer celebration, get going. Yeah, today I went to work and I'm really tired. I almost fell asleep a couple times during this episode. I'm not gonna lie. Would I had to wake up at like oh, 6 a.m. It's earlier than I've woken up in a long time. So Once I start my job this summer and I have to wake up at like 6.37 every day during the week, it's going to be rough. I mean, like you're, you're, you're going to adjust. Your body's going to adjust. You're just going to start falling asleep at like 9 p.m. So. I, I, yeah. Corporate America is not, not for the people who like to stay up late. I cannot believe... We used to change our podcast description. What do you mean? It says hosted by three college guys. Oh my goodness. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, we got to change it. What are we going to change it to? Hosted by two college hooligans and one adult. (laughs) Adult man. That sounds sketchy. One adult man. One unemployed, slightly older person. I except I'm not unemployed technically. I just don't have an actual job. Um, but yeah, so be on the lookout for those small changes. Mm. Riveting stuff, people. <laughs> Getting DMs. Did you guys change your podcast description? <laughs> I thought it was three college guys. The only two of you now. What's going on? <laughs> ridiculous how old is he like 80 oh my gosh jeez! wow he retired my goodness i gotta collect i gotta get my pension going <laughs> you guys guys we got a 401k we got a 401k for this <laughs> let's get you a, let's get you a roth ira started up Seriously, I learned about that personal finance two years ago. That's smart, smart. It started started now, early, Steve. Now that I got the degree, though, I uh, I cheated off my roommate that entire class. Terrible, <laughs> terrible math. I'm terrible at anything to do with numbers, anything like that. I just gave up. So you know nothing about personal finance? Oh no, zero. It's like it's not even personal finance at this point because I I know nothing about it. Like someone else's finances for yeah, you. It's like it's just finance. It's just finance. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yeah. Well, that's it, um, my closing out the ninth thought. So yesterday, me and one of my friends from high school, uh, we went to a little league field. 
the town over because we were like, oh, we bring a bat. Why don't you go check out the Little Leaguers, naturally? (laughs) Naturally, yes. Right. It's completely, that's that's awful. Anyways, um, (laughs) anyway, we went to uh, this field and we were just going to hit some, hit some dingers. Some 180 foot bombs. Yep. Well, the fence was 200 feet, Steve, so a little bit longer than that. Um, but I was, we were hitting some balls and I noticed there was a retired number up on, up like by the scoreboard. I was thinking, I was like, whose number they possibly retire at a little league field. And then it hit me that uh, this is where Matt Barnes played youth ball and they have his Red Sox retired number up on the scoreboard. So childhood home of Matt Barnes only, uh, only MLB ever to come out of Bethel, Connecticut. So there you go. Shout out to sucks. What? And now he sucks. Well, ah, got a save. Hilo says differently. Yeah, look at his Hilo kid. You did the numbers. Yep. That's anyway, cool, Gardner, you should steal it. Yeah. I'm not gonna steal. I'm not gonna steal it. <laughs> <laughs> I love, uh, you know, like in cartoons, like in Scooby Doo, when they're going to steal something, they get How would their you shoulders know? up top and they like, creep up. <laughs> no, they can no. just they like take it off the thing, and then it, everything like fits into their coat, and they just yeah, it in there, like, just disappears. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's good stuff. Stealing is bad. Don't steal. Don't steal unless you're the Boston Red Sox and you're trying to steal a base, in which do do that. The Red Sox. The week ahead, real quick, we got uh, yeah, two more against the White Sox, five against the Orioles, and then we got two against the Cincinnati Reds. And then got that out west road trip. So things are looking up for the team, looking good. Just finished the road trip or the the win streak. So let's get back at it later today. But if you enjoyed what you listened to today, don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Gonebridge Podcast and Twitter at Gonebridge. Don't forget to subscribe to our episodes on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or especially Stitcher. Stitcher. <laughs> Stitcher. <laughs> and we will be back sometime soon with episode 88, which you can find on Stitcher. <laughs> See ya. Stitcher.